creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Nintendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 699. I'll remember that one because uh, next week, or next episode, rather, we're going to have a, have some fun guests. Uh, it should be a good time. But before we get there, I've got Justin, and we've got a episode for you. How are you doing tonight? I am awake. <laughs> I am not, so at least you've got one of us covered there. Um, it's been a week, man. Um, I think we were both talking that we, we're ready for the weekend, but um, we've, we're still a little bit amped up for the show here tonight. Not a lot of stuff in the way of news, got to be honest with y'all, but let's get that out of the way here first. Um, so... F-099 is getting an update. Um, there's going to be five additional tracks, and it adds Queen League. I'm not 100% sure what Queen League is, but um, I, I got the notification like you did, and um, I, I, I don't know if I'm as eager to go back as most. I definitely want to try it again, but, man, I got whooped the first time, and I just I just haven't been feeling like uh, going back for more. What, what is your take on this uh, update here? So um, Queen Queen League is, I assume, like, um, at least from uh, F-Zero-X, it's like one of the cups, like, you know, how Mario Kart mm-hmm. has flower, mushroom, star, whatever cups. Right. Um, so I think that just means that they added new tracks and a new, from like, from a new course or whatever. I actually have not played F-Zero-99. I've heard it's a lot of fun, but... Uh, my problem is I was never very good at Super NES, uh, F-Zero, um, mm-hmm. and F-Zero GX was always too damn hard. Uh, F-Zero X on the N64 is really the only F-Zero game I've ever put a whole lot of time in, so as much as I really want to try it, I don't know how much fun it will be for me, because I'll probably lose. Yeah, the it's it's cool because there is that like online aspect. So like you know, it's kind of cool to get you know see how far you can get into it. But at the end of the day, you're still playing F Zero, and I'm just not that good at F Zero. Um, so I understand where you're coming from there. You know, like even Mario Kart has always been traditionally just like. <sighs> call me a baby but it's just too hard for me i always get <laughs> see and i was smoked. just about to say if this was super mario kart 99 i'd be thrilled um Ooh, I, I could get behind that it, though it, it, it's it's funny because i've never been good at snes um f-zero but i love snes mario kart sure and yet i want the f-zero that we have to be the n64 game because i don't know this <laughs> i'll I, probably I see... try it out one of these days but it just hasn't grabbed my interest like uh you know super mario 35 and and what what the heck was the first one that they came tetris out with 99 was that the was, first one was tetris the first one i guess so and now they got pac-man 99 i haven't tried yeah. that one yet yeah um yeah i mean it's I, I like them. They're 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 a fun way to kind of put a twist on you know familiar games, and the more familiar you are with the game, the more fun it is. I think. Right. But uh, but yeah, it takes a commitment. It takes you know attention span and and 
as I've said before, I don't typically play games online because I'm usually a you know single player gamer. So mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. going from playing all by myself to playing against ninety nine other people is kind of a <laughs> a big shift there. Look, I could get behind Super Mario Kart 99 though because I think what what honestly why I this one isn't grabbing me as much as it could is because, you know, like to win, quote unquote, like you just have to like basically race good, you know? And I'm just not I just don't race good. But you throw in some items in there and then yeah, that you might yeah, that's you might get point. me playing that- it. The nice thing about Mario Kart is it does have the items that kind of equalize things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So uh, maybe that'll be one of their next routes. I mean, Nintendo can do anything with their back catalog, you know? Like, it's just, like, ama- incredible. They could, like, there's just franchises that have been dormant forever. Like, give us Kid Icarus 99 somehow or, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> Wrecking Legend of Zelda 99. Like, just open up the whole that map would of, be of cool. Hyrule and just have 99 people exploring it. Like, that, if I keep saying breath of the wild would make a great massively multiplayer game Mm -hmm. if they did it in like the original um legend of zelda or zelda you know uh link to the past style yeah even that would be fine for me because yeah link link to the past style would be my sweet spot or maybe four swords if you can swing it because i think that's the most beautiful 2d um, zelda in my opinion four swords if you can swing it (laughs) <laughs> but um god now you're just making me want zelda 99 that'd be cool because there you can do you know like it wouldn't just be you against the other players you know there'd be like octoroks and you know everything else in the environment that you'd have to survive against as like the ring closes or whatever it is but uh now we're just thinking about uh, uh pipe <laughs> yeah because now because or... now i'm thinking four swords style you can either work together to yeah. defeat enemies or you can you know fight with each other to steal the, oh god now i really want it like uh, <laughs> i want i want four swords online just let us bring it to the game boy advance or or release it on the switch or something just 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 i want four swords that was one of the best games that almost nobody got to play if we're, if we're talking like super pipe dreams, I want the Satellaview Zelda. That's what I really want. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. Like, uh, but like literally episodic Zelda though, you know, you'd have to bring that back. Like, okay, for like the month of December, we're bringing back Satellaview. Tune in every day or whatever, you know, like I, I would do that. That would be cool. And they, and they could do something like that. They already do that with uh, Splatoon where, mm-hmm. you know, every mm-hmm. few weeks they have a new theme and a Splatfest and all of that so that i could see them doing something like that i don't know yeah yeah what were we talking about (laughs) f-zero yeah no kidding uh i guess we've uh um raced past that news let's go ahead and talk about kirby which launches tomorrow wait i think yeah launches tomorrow kirby and the amazing mirrors coming to the nintendo okay hold on the nintendo wait no i already up the switch <laughs> online plus expansion pack is coming uh is bringing kirby and the amazing mirror um i forget is this that is, this the, is a train wreck <laughs> <laughs> is that the super nintendo one or which one that's, was that one that's the game boy advance one where speaking of four swords where kirby gets split into four different kirby's and then you have to 
metroidvania style explore all these areas and switch between kirby's and you've got a cell phone that you can call for help and everything okay i I, th I think that was an uh, a uh, ambassador game if i remember correctly it might have been i had it on the game boy advance it's a great game i was never able to beat it um but um, I'm definitely looking forward to giving it another shot. There are so many, especially Game Boy Advance games that are on the service that I really, really need to take advantage of. Uh, Mario Minish Luigi Cap. Superstar. Mm, yeah, Minish oh, Cap. I forget that one's on there. Superstar. Two, two, that one's one of my favorites. Two games that I got all the way to the end of and didn't finish. Like, the, the right <laughs> sure. there that I need to play. Um, yeah. And and now that we've got Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, like I really need to just set some time aside to do these. Of course, well, we'll 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 talk about what I've been doing instead once we get to change the system. But uh, <laughs> sure, I'm, I'm I'm playing old games, just not those old games. <laughs> right? Yeah. I I I think I'm probably on record saying that I don't have a whole lot of love for Kirby. I like when Kirby gets weird. Like I think my favorite Kirby game is either going to be Dream Course on the N Super Nintendo or um what's the touch one on the DS? I that one's my favorite. Uh, Canvas Curse. Yeah. I love Canvas Curse. Rainbow wait. Rainbow Curse. Is it Rainbow Curse? Canvas Canvas Curse is the Wii U or I don't know. One of them, one of them's one, and the other's the other. I think Canvas Curse is. I just um, looked it up. It is Canvas Curse is the DS one. Let me look up what okay. the Wii. Okay, all right, one then is. I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a good one too. That was back when Kirby games were actually challenging and right and right and to its credit, uh, Forgotten Lands or whatever is actually pretty challenging too. So I kind of dig it that way. Um, Rainbow like Curse Amazing is the Wii U Mirror. one, and I didn't know there. I, I guess I did know there was a Wii U one, but I forgot, and now I want it. I want them to re-release it on the Switch so that mm. you can have the nice HD graphics on the screen that you're actually looking at, and just bundle it right. with a you know with a stylus or something like that. Um, yeah, if you like the oddball Kirby games, you might like Amazing Mirror. It plays like a regular uh, platformer, like Kirby's Adventure, Kirby Superstar, all those. But, like I said, instead of being a, you know, point A to point B level to level platformer, it's a Metroidvania. Mm -hmm, and you have mm -hmm. to go around and collect all these items. And, like I said, you swap between the four different Kirbys and all that. So it's a little bit more involved and and it's definitely different than uh the usual kirby games so you might want to give that one a try but yeah it sure. is one of the more intense kirby games like the the enemies are difficult and you have to deal with you know navigating the map and all that well at least if it's on the i'm not going to say the name of the stupid service again nintendo this is your fault um the at, at least it's on that there's going to be like rewind and stuff like that like quality of life things so like yeah. it, it wouldn't be too bad i guess but yeah okay well uh maybe i'll give it a shot when it launches tomorrow the 29th um at the time of this recording i guess because uh who knows when it's coming out y'all know me um all right let's talk about the games we've been playing i guess um, I, I'll let you go first because I feel like I usually go first and, um, I don't want to today. Okay. Well, like I said earlier, I've been playing mostly old games. 
Um, I'm still working my way through Paper Mario. I'm on chapter seven, uh, which is either the last chapter or the second to last chapter. I don't remember. I think there's a chapter mm-hmm. eight. I, I'm going to get the last of the star spirits. I don't know whether I can't remember whether that immediately segues into the final battle or there's something in between. I haven't played the game in like 20 years. Um, sure. But uh, but yeah, I'm still working through that. Um, speaking of of save states and and the advantages of playing on uh, on the switch um, I discovered something very frustrating um so I was playing and I had I hadn't let's see I had saved recently somewhat recently but I screwed something up but rather than reset the game and go back to the last place I saved. I tried to go back to a save state. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I'm I'm following you. I'm following you. I'm following you. It took me a second, but I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, so so I went back to a save state, realized that the save state was further behind Uh than the actual save, so I'm like, oh, crap. So I reset the game and tried to reload the save. The actual save? In an overridden it overrided, rid, overridden, over, overrode. <laughs> it it erased that save. Yeah, and put me back to the. So I ended up having to to redo part of it. But that oh, was that's quite, interesting. Ow, I bit my tongue. But that was, that's not how emulators work. Usually, usually the emulator yeah. has like a save state save, yeah. and then like this save that's like the cartridge save, as it were, like the EEPROM save. So yeah. So if you yeah if you um, use a save state. And then reset the system. It uses the previous save from where the save state was. So if I saved at hour 15 and then I played for another hour and then I did a save state and then I played another hour. No, if I set a save (laughs) state at hour 15 and then played another hour and then went to a save spot and then played another hour, if I reset start the game i go back the first hour to the save spot but if i use a save state i go back two hours and that save spot is gone so that's crazy i've been extra careful with how i've been using save states on that and i have been using save states and turbo and all those things because you know Mm -hmm. i just i just want to um what game was it that you that 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 happened to you on that was paper mario Um, okay uh which Fortunately, you know, Paper Mario is easy enough to kind of make up time in, but, um, but yeah, so I've been playing, playing through that, uh, again, I'm trying to finish Paper Mario before Super Mario RPG comes out. I'm hoping Bug Fables will go on sale between. That would make sense for them, right? Yeah. Like, like it would be, it would be nice to go Paper Mario, Bug Fables, and then, Mario RPG and then um you know Thousand Year Door when that comes out but like I said Superstar Saga I've been wanting to replay for a long time I played it on the Game Boy Advance got all the way to the final boss and couldn't beat it and so it'll be nice to go back and try that one again uh but so maybe that'll be my in between but this next time Bug Fables goes on sale I'm going to get it cuz um I'm, I'm you're, really feeling, you're feeling that, that, that itch, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the I've been playing another N64 game the past uh, couple of weeks, sort of. I, uh, as I tend to do every Halloween season, got 
back into Shadow Man. Shadow Man. Man. I knew you were going <laughs> to say this game was coming on your radar soon enough. I was just I've waiting. Play- I've been I've been playing Shadow Man and uh okay, so a few few notes on that. Number 1, I finally got the physical limited run edition of Shadow Man and it's really cool. I don't care about collecting physical editions, but I had to have this one. And sure. it comes in a box that looks like an N64 box. And then That's inside fancy. that is, you know, like your standard Switch case and, and thing. And then apparently there's other cool collectible stuff and like a soundtrack download. I haven't opened the box yet. It's just really cool to have this N64 looking box on my shelf for Shadow Man. This game that, that is almost cool. nobody yeah. has ever played and that I've loved since, you know, I first heard about it. Uh, um, so, side note on that. This just reminded me of a project that I've been doing, and I can't show anybody because all of them are upstairs. But I've been printing these little um, – they look like little uh, NES cartridges, but you can slide your Switch into them. I've uh, seen Switch cartridges those. into them. Yeah. You can, <laughs> get, cool. you can get them on, on Amazon, like factory-made mm-hmm. ones. I've never mm-hmm. seen a 3D-print one, though, so – yeah, I've just been just because it's like, yeah, what could I use a three D printer for? And I saw them on Thingiverse. I was like, oh, this you is know, amazing. So I should make some for my kids because they tend to lose their Switch cards. Yeah, and if they have there something you go. big to put it in that isn't going to break like the you know the the jewel cases do. That, that that's yeah. not a bad idea. Give me an yeah. Excuse sorry, to, tangent. Yeah, give me an excuse to to rev up three D printer again. Um, right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Shadow Man. Um. So. I've talked about Shadow Man before. It's kind of one of those things that I play in fits and starts. Um, And the problem with Shadow Man that I discovered the last time I tried playing through it way back, I want to say it was like five years ago, was um, I realized that I'd been playing it all wrong. I was trying to play it like Super Mario 64 where, you know, you go... You go, you collect the the doohickeys, then you unlock another door and collect all those doohickeys, and the mm-hmm. or or something along the lines of a Zelda, where you know you just move from one to another. I realized when I really, really got into it, it's a Metroidvania, and sure. doing a Metroidvania in a three D third person platformer was tricky to begin with. Um, so the other problem with the 3D, or the other problem with Metroidvania is if you stop playing it for a while and try to start it again, you're gonna have no idea where you are or what to do because you know the whole idea 100%. of a Metroidvania is, hey, I got this item. Now I can go back to that other place where I can use this item. The remastered version has a feature in it that I didn't know it had until a few days ago, uh, maybe a week or so ago, which really, really helps. And has been helping me progress through that game. So there's warp points in the game. Uh, you know, you, you reach a certain point and you have the ability to warp to it. Well, of course, the idea is, oh, hey, I have this new ability. Let me warp over to this other place and, and sure. use it. But I can't remember, you know, what what is where anymore. But on the remastered edition... On the board of of warp points, there's a little exclamation point on on some of them. I'm like, what the heck is that? So I hovered over it, and it gave me, like, a checklist of things that I can do in that section of the level with, you know, the the number of 
Dark Souls That's or the smart. new abilities, or whatever I have. So yeah, so it's great. So I can look at my map. I'm like, all right, these five places I can go back to and do something that I couldn't do before. And it doesn't tell you exactly what you know. It's kind of like the way the Metroid games have have been lately, where it says, "Go to this general area and find the thing." But right. it doesn't tell you where the thing is or how you find it or any of that. That's still up to you. So I can go and I'm like, all right, I can I got to get three more Dark Souls and I can get this new item. Or I can go over to this other place and get the one Dark Soul and, and you know, something else and whatever. Uh, there's also a thing, like an upgrade system where um, you get a hundred of the things and you can cash them in for more life. I just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'd use the terms, but there's these weird, like, uh, you you like, keep saying Dark Souls and I'm g- getting confused, so I understand. Yeah, it's it's so the whole game is very like voodoo based. So all the sure. words are I'm trying to like Creole, you know, French style words. So you got the cadeaux, which are the things you collect, and you get a hundred of them, and you bring them to the loa, and 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 that gives you more health. So. So we're just going to call them the doohickeys. You get 100 doohickeys, (laughs) and then you go to the place, the special place, and you push the button and get more health. Um, And what was really neat is when I got 100 of them, a little icon showed up on the spot of the map that I could warp to, and it said, you know, go cash in these things and get more health. I'm like, well, that's really cool. Now I know where to go and how to get there and all that. Nice so little quality has, of life upgrade. Yeah, that has really been helping. Plus, the game has save states. So right before I you know, walk into a room, I can save. If the enemies are beating the crap out of me, refresh and take a different uh-huh. approach or go a different direction or whatever. So that's helping a lot. And I'm grateful for that because that I was afraid when I was playing it on the emulator, I not only used save states but i also had game shark codes sure the option for game shark codes now but it is nice to still have the save states and i now have that muscle memory i know the areas a little bit better i know where i've been before and now i have these little icons that tell me what else i can do that i didn't know about so um I say this every time I start playing this game, but this might be the session that I finally beat it. <laughs> I've realized it done, I'm yeah. only about halfway through it right now. It's a long-ass game, probably about 30 hours, but uh, it's it's a great game. Uh, if you're not sure about it, you can wait till it goes on sale. I think it might even be on Game Pass. Uh, but I'm looking at it right now, actually, on the yeah. Switch eShop, and it's only like 20 bucks. so it's like it's not yeah, like it's I even think... that... Honestly, I think it released Expensive. at twenty bucks. Like I think that's that's MSRP. So if it goes on sale, it's likely to be like like ten or less. It is one of the best N sixty four games. Just an unsung classic. It came out late in the system's life. It was an M rated game. Um, it was based on a comic book that nobody had ever heard of. Um, so it just kind of came out got got good to great reviews sold a few copies and then disappeared sure and it's great to see that they that they made this remaster and they gave it the love and attention that it deserves and i really hope like I, i'm going to evangelize this game till the end of my days because <laughs> it is one of the unsung gems of the n64 library and i just need more people to play it um yeah 
There's a, uh, I'm, it looks like it's got a lot of uh, love put into it. It has like three new levels. Look, looks like there's like new weapons, new enemies. Like, yeah, it's got like a bunch of uh, like deleted content, which is kind of cool. I've already discovered like, I think one place that wasn't in the original game. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it does. It, it, all the graphics are remastered. All the textures are upgraded. You can, you know, finagle various little things like anti-aliasing or field of view and stuff oh, that's like cool. that you can change the water texture from the original n64 textures to the slightly more shimmery uh dreamcast textures like that's really they really put a lot of uh love and attention into this game that again nobody ever heard of except for me and like five other people so (laughs) well i always saw it honestly like just like you know at gamestop or eb games and it's like what is this game like this acclaim game it's always like five dollars like or whatever you know like the cartridge i'm sure i'm on ebay right now and i can get a cartridge for like 10 bucks you know so it's like yeah it's like i was fortunate that it came out at a time when i had a lot of disposable income and a lot of spare time to play video games because otherwise I probably like if, if that game came out now, I would probably wouldn't even buy it. If I did buy it, I'd probably never play it. Sure. Um, So, you know, it was one of those games that just came out at that right time in my life where I was able to discover it just because I could like, I I beat Zelda. I beat this other game. I'm done with this other game. Oh look! To be a youth with no re- responsibilities, yeah. right? Yeah, this, yeah. This game got good reviews in EGM, and I've got a hundred bucks from my job while I live with my parents. Let me go. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, let me Splooge go on. try this out. Whatever. That that sounds exactly how I got like most of my video game consoles when I was a youth. Is like, oh man, this summer job. Uh, what did I spend my buddy on? A bunch of Game Boy Advance games because why not? <laughs> you know, like yeah. Exactly. It's like when I worked in an in, an indie game store. Um, if somebody traded in something I wanted, I would just buy it. <laughs> like, oh, right. hey, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you X amount for this uh, Saturn. I'm like, okay, yes. And so I just go in the back, pull it out of my wall. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, right. This is mine now. Yeah. Well, that's uh, – honestly, you're kind of making me want to play this game the more you're describing it. I didn't realize that it was like a Metroidvania-esque, but it like, you know, just reading this description, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it kind of has some of those yeah, elements. Like so. When you start out, it feels very like Ocarina of Time Mario 64 in its gameplay style, but – as you get into it, it becomes much more Metroidvania where, you know, you know, you have to backtrack to this other area to unlock something new or, you know, now you can do something that you couldn't do before and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, like it takes some some thought to figure out. But like I said, with that with that quality of life, with that little exclamation point, I'm not completely lost like I used to be when I was playing it before. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely devoting more time to the game lately because I'm actually progressing in it. Sure, that's pretty much all I've been playing: Paper Mario, uh, Shadow Man, and Picross. I don't know if I've even booted anything up. I still can't play, was it Starfield or whatever? That Your Xbox is I, still not letting you? That's a bummer, I, dude. I, I, I really need to contact support because I will start it. It will go through the first couple screens of, you know, like the, the copyrights and the, you know, I uh, developer, you know, whatever's. And then screen Just goes black and takes me back yeah. to the menu. 
Yeah, definitely I would before like they kind of they give you crap for like, oh, yeah, now your warranty's out or something like that, you know. So, yeah, definitely make sure to take care well, of fortunately, that. I just got it back from when it was crashing on me before. So hopefully I'm pretty sure that renews the warranty when they do a refurb. But I don't know. I don't know how that works. You just yeah. don't want to. I, I, whenever stuff like that happens to me, I don't even want a chance. And I'm like, nope, calling him right now because I, it ha it's happened to me where like I'm like a month or like two months past. And it's like, really? So now this like, you know, $300 whatever is a brick. Like that sucks, you know? So most, most companies, if you're, if you're insistent but polite, they'll they'll make sure. uh exceptions for you like oh my god i don't have any money i can't play this thing is there anything you can do a lot of a lot of places that i deal with will be like all right well we'll we'll do it for you this one time you know we'll right. give you a one-time exception or we'll we'll do it for half price or something like that so i mean any any time something dies on you right after the warranty expires or something happens that isn't sure. covered by a warranty, but it wasn't your fault. You know, it's just, it never hurts to talk to somebody. Definitely. Yeah. So definitely. it says the guy who works in tech support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, hope you get that one resolved because that is a bummer. Um, well, I guess that kind of leads into my change the system. Cause I have been playing Starfield. I have been still, um, Eh, kind of unenthusiastically playing Starfield. Here's the thing. Starfield is like a... It, 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 it's like that saying where it's a jack of all trades but master of none. Like, it does a lot of things, but I just don't think it does anything particularly well is its problem. Like, it has space travel. It has space combat. But that that sounds like a Bethesda game. <laughs> sure they're, but they're both kind of like just middling to boring um the the exploration of the planets is fine i will say but it's just not like i don't know it just doesn't it's not captivating me the way that i was hoping it would um i don't like the story i feel like the story is just not very like the main story is just not that great so i'm gonna go and try and do some like side story i think um before i like decide that i'm actually just not gonna finish this game but um it is it is a bummer to me because like you can see that there's a lot of um efforts into this game like there it's just so big there's just so much game but like for me anyways it's just not like my cup of tea man like you know like i'd rather i i'm i'm playing starfield and i'm thinking about the rocket and pikmin and going back to playing that you know it's like ah uh, like yeah you, you were saying before that it wasn't quite grabbing you and and you know it definitely you know like you said it's it Going from something like Tears of the Kingdom, which does so many things really well and then other things mm -hmm. not at all, um, to something like this. Like, it's a very, very different style of open world game. Right. Having never played it myself, but, you know, having played a lot of uh, Skyrim, you yeah, know, it's, yeah, yeah. I got sucked into Skyrim and then I lost interest and... You know, like there are only so many sure. caves you can explore and headshots you can get and whatnot. Right. And after a while, right. the um, it takes too long to upgrade your character. So, you know, it's like I just lose yeah. interest. 
Yeah, the the other thing that I'm not in total, and I get it, it's a Bethesda game, but I, I just hate encumbrance, you know? Like, you're going to give me a million things to pick up, and you're going to tell me that I'm going to start losing oxygen because... Do not, do not oh. give encumbrance to somebody with with OCD. That is just For worse, real. I want to oh. keep everything. <laughs> yeah, oh my, I'd yeah, you're going to put... 52 um, waffle irons in this level. Well, guess what's going in my pocket? Um, yeah, no, I, and then, and then for me, like, like you, I have like this OCD thing where I have to like collect everything. Right. So I, I got to the point where like, okay, I can't collect everything, but I'm just going to collect like all the guns or all the things that are worth like above this much um, credits. And even then I'm still running out of space. I know I'm not doing something right. Like I probably can upgrade my character or get some kind of gear or whatever that gives me like more encumbrance or whatever. But I just, again, that's just another like thing that I'm bumping up against that is just like lessening my enjoyment of the game. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I want to say that I'm going to stick with it, but I, I just don't know. I just don't know because I've been playing, um, more fun games like Super Nintendo games. I've been playing Illusion of Gaia a lot. I, I don't know why, but I've just been playing that right now. Um, that's my, I think if you listen to the show, you probably have heard that's like one of my favorite was, games of all I was time. Gonna say, isn't that the game that you have been evangelizing for years? Yeah, so I guess it's that season, right? Playing our, uh, you know, our our favorite games, but our deep um, cuts. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been uh, enjoying it. Um, I think the reason why I'm playing it is because I saw somebody on TikTok actually was live playing this, and then the next day they were playing um, Soul Blazer, which is um, the prequel to this, and then Terra Nigma, which is the sequel. Um, so yeah, I just kind of got my juices flowing. Um, I've, I've beaten Illusion of Gaia a million times, have played Terra Enigma and Soul Blazer a million times, but never have beat either of them. So I, I've told myself I'm going to play this one, I'm going to play it and then go play the other ones and beat them. I'm actually like almost done with Illusion of Gaia, so we'll see. It's funny that the names of those games, I've heard of all of them. Illusion of Gaia sounds like what it is, you know, an action RPG. Right. Soul Blazer, all I can think of is Soul Blade, Soul Calibur, <laughs> that whole thing. Sure. Like one on one fighting game. And then Terra Enigma sounds like an early Minecraft style game. <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound anything like it is. Yeah, no, I when I hear Terra Enigma, I do think like like a Minecraft or like an Act Razor even, like where like it's like a top down like but no, it's not that at all. But uh yeah, I, I've been playing a lot of old games and honestly, I am really really loving my hacked switch uh, lately. Um I lost my uh <laughs> so this is going to be funny. Um my uh my cat there's like a jig that you have to use to like hack your switch or whatever like it's like a you can 3d print it and then you put a paper clip and then it it, it, it it's what you use to hack your old switch anyways my cat lost my th my 3d printed jig and um I, at least i'm telling myself it was my cat because it was under a 
under the bed, under a rug. And when we were like deep cleaning one of the days, I was like, oh, there's my jig. So I was able to like rehack my other switch. Of course, of course I could 3D printed it because you, so you could always 3D print another one. But it's the principle behind it. <laughs> um, and so I found it. And um, yeah, I've been just like really, 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 really loving playing the hacked switch because um, Retro Arch is where it's at, man. Like you can put achievements on old games and that just puts a whole other aspect to it you know like i'm playing illusion of gaia doing things that i just i just never did before you know because like why would i collect all of the gems you know like there's no like achievement for it but now there is i can collect achievements and like put it on my little online profile that probably nobody's ever going to look at but um <laughs> you know like it's cool i i still dig it so uh yeah if you've never played um old games with an emulator i i definitely recommend retro arch because of just solely because of the fact that you can do achievements on these old games it's it's just really cool so the only thing i played retro arch on um i i had it i had to install it on my nes classic or super nes classic or whichever mm -hmm. one or both um you know to play games that aren't native to the system so i've used it for that and it is the it is one of the emulators on the little handheld thing. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but the little handheld thing. Yeah. Um, on the handheld, it's a pain because navigating the menus with a D-pad and buttons is just totally sure. unintuitive. Um, but uh, for on my computer, I, I'm a those of you who don't know, I'm a Mac user, um, and I'm sure there probably is a retro art for Mac, but for years I've used one called open EMU or open MU mm, open mm -hmm. EMU. I don't know. Um, and it's basically the same kind of thing. It's a multi platform all in one, uh, emulator that you can, you know, add cheat codes to and filters right. and, and all of that. So I typically use that for if I'm emulating on a computer, but I mean, that's how I've played through quite a few games. You know, I played through most of Super Mario RPG, my last playthrough um, on on an emulator. And, you know, it's just that I don't tend to sit at my computer playing video games very often. Like, yeah. Video games are either a handheld thing or a TV thing. I never think to play them on my computer. Sure. Yeah, I I don't really love playing games sitting at the computer. I'll be honest. Like I, I know there's a time and place for that. Like if I if I'm playing uh, PUBG or like uh, what what is it called? Player Unknowns Battlegrounds, whatever the hell it's called. I, I actually would prefer to play that on the computer. But there's very few games that I would prefer to play on the computer. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, so I totally get that. Yeah. Well, and fortunately, like I've got. I've got a laptop and I've got two Mac minis. So if I want to take my computer and hook it up to a TV, it's easy enough to do. But, you know, I don't I don't think of it. Sure. I, I, I've got my N64 hooked up in the the ever drive in that. So that takes care of my N64 emulation, as it were. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, all, a lot of my classic games are either on the classic edition mini consoles or uh you know they're already on the switch or something like that so but right but yeah there's definitely certain games that will never come out on the switch that 
that I really do want to play someday using uh, OpenEMU. Right. Yeah. Right. Oof. Well, the oh, the the way that I would like to play the that if I had like what you have is play it like on an Oculus, you know, like because then you can mm. get like the um, I, I don't remember what the emulator is called, but like they have a, an emulator where you can like put old games in and like puts them into three D somehow. And yeah, um, I have I have a Game Boy one, um, and then of course I have the Virtual Boy emulator, which. Right. You know, of course you have to have a Virtual Boy emulator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's yeah, of course. Oh, but another um, great emulator that I discovered recently is uh Same Boy. Uh all one word. Oh, S-A-M-B-B-Y. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Um that I, I, I discovered that uh, about a month ago and it is the best Game Boy emulator I have ever found. It emulates original Game Boy, Game Boy Color, uh Game Boy Advance. You can choose which of the Game Boys you're playing the game on. So if you want to play a Game Boy Color game in Game Boy Advance mode, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can emulate Super Game Boy, the borders and colors and sounds and all. So you can even choose between uh, Super Game Boy or Super Game Boy 2, which is you know the upgraded yeah. uh, one that only came out in Japan. So um, if you're looking to play... I-, I wish there was a Same Boy core for... Open MU because um, there, I was just gonna say I'm pretty yeah. sure there is one for Retro Arch because I'm pretty sure that because that's what I've been doing uh, too is put I put like Game Boy games re- I didn't play any time into any of them but I'm pretty sure Same Boy is one of the ones I was using because I was messing around with like all the cool stuff what you can do with like the oh there's a Super Game Boy core but there's also a Super Game Boy Two core so yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's 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 a really good Game Boy emulator, and I wish all emulators were like that because yeah. it's just got like the ability love. to play. Yeah, the ability to play any game any way that you want is something that is sorely missing. Yeah, for sure. So um, I, I guess going back a little bit to the games I've been playing, and this will be just quick hitters because hardly any time into them. However, um, I did play the event for Pokemon Go this weekend. It was Grubbin, uh, and he's a cool little guy. Um, And actually, it was a fun event. Uh, Niantic did well with this one. They only charged 99 cents if you wanted to do, like, the tasks. So both me and my wife ended up doing that. For 2 bucks, sure. For $15 a ticket, though, no, Niantic. Stop with the $15 tickets. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, it was fun. We went out to the park with a kiddo, you know, walked around, got some Pokemon, got some shinies. So that was a good time. Enjoyed this latest event for sure. Um, and then I guess the last thing I want to talk about, uh, game playing wise, uh, going back a little bit to VR, I did play, well, again, like 10 minutes of it, but I've had my eye on this VR game for a long time and it went on, um, sale finally. So I picked up. Um, it's called Phantom Covert Ops. It's a um, game where you are a like a I don't know a dude with a gun, but you're in a kayak. So like you're actually like you know like kayaking and shooting at the same time. It's it's a cool um, use of VR because like 
you know, when you think about it with VR, you, you don't really have um, agency over your like your feet, right? Like it can only do so yeah. much about like when you're moving. But like if you're in a kayak, you're just moving your arms anyways, you know? So it, it's pretty cool. And, and I, I like the way that they set it up. It's actually really fun. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely recommend it to anybody i put i think a space like, combat game would would be really good in, yeah in vr because you know you'll have a simulated cockpit and you can look around and all yeah that. I, I keep waiting for for a good one of those to come out bring out yeah bring out x-wing and tie fighter for for vr that'd be perfect heck just just port like rogue squadron or something old right. even you know yeah but no this is a really good use of vr i would definitely um recommend it i think it was like well it was on sale so i got it for 15 but i think it's normally like 30 bucks so um definitely would recommend that one but yeah that's kind of it as far as games i've been playing um unless you want to talk about the stuff i've been 3d printing but that's Neither here nor there, so I guess we better call... Go ahead. Speaking of 3D printing, I don't know what I did with my with my new controllers, the, the, you know, the <laughs> Right, the you one. said that last so, week. So, uh, lately I've been using my little 3D printed grips when I play games in bed, so I've gotten some good use out of those, just slide them right in. There you in go, and I've got, yeah. Yeah. So I need to I need to 3D print more useful things because there are probably a lot of things that I could use if I, I just got around to it. Yeah, listen, like, you know, you got a 3D printer, might as well use it. Uh, I did this th- this project the other day where there's there's this filter above my TV or this uh, air vent above my TV. And we have uh, what's called evaporative cooling here in New Mexico. So it gets just dusty. It's just dusty. So my, uh, you know, I 3D printed this thing where you like slide in a little filter and no more dust. It's great. So, yeah, you can do all kinds of cool stuff. So, uh, okay. I think that's it. Um, Let's go ahead and call it a show. We have expended our time. We didn't quite make it to an hour, it doesn't look like. But that's okay. I'm sure we'll make it to... uh well past an hour when we have the whole crew in a couple of weeks i think we're gonna try and do something fun so look forward to that but um any last minute plugs before we get out of here tonight um couple of things uh should have a new blog going up uh in the next week or so on the disneyparkbench.com and uh i just created a new google account for the sole purpose of uh getting a youtube channel going for there you go uh basically i've spent years as long as i have had access to GarageBand on 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 mac i have spent years editing music and audio and and merging things and and you know cutting things and making my own mixes of things um and so i decided i think i'm gonna start sharing those on uh youtube you know the things that that I've done myself that, yeah, uh, like for example, um, I just shared this with Eugene today. I, uh, made a custom mix of thriller that actually follows the, the way that it goes in the music video complete with the extended dance break. I, so, I wasn't, I wasn't sure what I was clicking when you sent it. I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool actually. Yeah. So, so I'm, that'll probably be my first upload. Seems like a good thing to do in October, but I've got tons of other things that I've edited, uh, video game music, uh, Disney theme park music, movie music, just things that I've, you know, 
I have all these MP3s and I just throw them into uh, um, uh, GarageBand and just kind of mm-hmm. mix and match them. So uh, once that's up and running and there's something worth uh, worth viewing or listening to or whatever on there, I will announce that. Awesome. Well, sounds good. Something to look forward to. Well, I hope you all look forward to our next episode. Um, I guess another PSA will be uh, out next week. Um, So uh, don't listen or look for us then. But we'll be back with a nice big episode full of uh, Steve's and Lucas's. So uh, that should be a fun one. But until then, uh, thank you, Justin. Appreciate you coming in this evening as per usual. My name's Eugene. Oh, uh... Uh, go register and vote. It's almost that time. Go do your civic duty. Bye-bye. Adios. See you later. Bye-bye. See you real soon. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Good night.